Into the Apex podcast is going on the road. Giving you the energy of motorsport from the source. We'll be trackside for the GT World Challenge, IMSA, and the NTT IndyCar Series. At Mid-Ohio, VIR, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Petit Le Mans, and the historic 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Pit now, pit now. Visit IntoTheApex.com for the latest dates and locations. of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast fresh off imza at mid ohio and uh, what happens this week but uh pre-sale tickets go on sale for daytona the 60th running of the daytona 24 the rolex 24 daytona and uh Everybody on this podcast right now, uh, and then some, have picked up some four-day wristbands. Uh, so it's Tyler, Bradley, Patrick Stein from Medsim Racing Media, and Doug Buchanan out of Vancouver, Canada, joining us uh, for the, only the second time on the podcast. He's our Deputy Director of Endurance Racing over here, uh, getting us ready for the Majors 24 at Le Mans. Uh, and we're going to talk a little F1 with him and some GT uh, racing. And uh, Doug is coming, is going to make probably the longest journey out of everybody uh, involved with us from Vancouver, Canada to Daytona beach, Florida. Uh, but uh, I, what I appreciate, appreciate about you, Doug, is you sent it the day the pre-sale tickets went on sale. You got the four day wristband. That's right. Had to go for it. I think I'm about as far as you away as you can be in North America. Yeah. I don't know if any of our European uh, contingents going to make it over, but Mine might be the longest trek, but yeah, I, I mean, I just jumped in both feet. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, obviously be coming from out of country that travel restrictions will be eased and everything should work out well. Uh, I think I, I want to say Florida probably never started travel restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in Florida particularly, you're going to be okay, but uh, I don't know. So the three of us here out of America, so I'm, we talked about it a little bit last week, Patrick. Um so I'm in the state of Ohio. We're, we're full send pretty much on June 2nd. But, uh, for example, even here at the end of May, uh, ev- most places that I go to, uh, grocery stores, even a Starbucks uh, not too long ago, uh, they were they had the signs have changed. So if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. It's basically it's your call. Uh, so it's becoming more normal here in the United States to not even see masks, much less restrictions otherwise. Uh, so that's what I'm seeing in, as well as major sports venues, uh, baseball in Ohio, uh, minor major league baseball back to full capacity in the stands. Uh, I don't know about uh, Chicago, Patrick, and North Carolina, Bradley. Um, it, here in Illinois, they're in the what they call the bridge phase. So you don't have to wear a mask outside for anything, which will duh. But um, right. Inside certain types of stores, you have to wear a mask still mm-hmm. going to a grocery store, going to a restaurant. When you're not eating, you have to wear a mask. But capacity, I think, has been opened up to 60% in Illinois. 
And then I think somewhere in mid-June, it's going to be back to the full-blown, just everything open. They're going to have, you know, the big Lollapalooza uh, Music uh, Festival downtown, 100% yeah. um, capacity available. All you have to do is, you know, you have to show that you're COVID-free and that's it. So I think by January 2022, we, God, we should be good. We should yeah, be, so. be able to get everybody because uh, Rob, who's not with us tonight, uh, Rob Gurar, of course, will be there. He he picked up his wristband, uh, so we've got. So what what we got was uh, four days, uh, garage access, uh, infield access. Uh, so we're going to be there for some of the practices, qualifyings, uh, the four hour Michelin pilot race, the twenty four hour race. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, as you heard at the top of the show, and, and as you look at into the apex.com, uh, we've added more dates. We're going to be at the uh, IndyCar race at Mid-Ohio July 4th. Uh, we're going to be at VIR just in a couple weeks' time. Uh, also going to be at uh, Patrick and I at least, maybe a couple more people. Uh, but Patrick and I, we're going to go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway in October uh, for some endurance racing. It's the Intercontinental GT Challenge. Uh, it's a little a mix of GT3, GT4. Uh, it's in the same lineup as the Spa 24 Hours. Um, I want to say Portimao, Kyalami. Uh, so it's a it's a very short uh, Intercontinental GT cha- Challenge series. But you get a lot of good drivers. So like last year, uh, Beamer World, Bill Auberlin, uh, who just took the win in GTD class uh, just this past weekend at Mid-Ohio in the BMW. Uh, so you're going to see... Uh, we're going to see a lot of good stuff in GT racing over the next several months. Uh, I know uh, it's uh, we're not quite ready to announce it yet, but there's uh, you probably picked up on it at the beginning of the show. There's a little tease of Petit Lama, Bradley Petit Lama. What do you think, Atlanta? Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's see so you since you're going to be in October in Indianapolis, which I would love to make that work and still kind of TBA on that. Um, yeah, for me and where I am in North Carolina, Petit Lama is probably going to be much more doable. Um, if I do the eight hours in Indianapolis with you guys, I'm not going to be able to turn around probably and afford to try go to... Oh, nonsense. Well, nonsense. You can oh, do well, it for one day because you, you don't even have to have lodging. I mean, you, I would recommend it, but I mean, if I had to, I wouldn't. I could bypass that part of it and just buy a ticket and drive down for the race. be kind of exhausting. So would, you, would any of you guys... So if you could just get to an event... That's maybe day trippable. Say, would you sleep in your vehicle? Would you would you bypass the expenses of a hotel if you were a say a budget uh, uh, racing fan in Atlanta? Uh, What's well, not in Atlanta? Well, I know Road, in Atlanta is not necessarily uh, in the city of Atlanta, right? Right, but I mean, do you really want to be sleeping in your car in some rural part of Georgia? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Rob, I mean, what, what, yeah, sure. Why not? I, think I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not Steve Wallace here. <laughs> Uh, Steve, professional that's, that's way too niche bradley for you to point that out <laughs> steve wallace well i don't know if doug knows steve wallace he's camping with steve it's a, he's a camping youtuber from alberta canada that me and bradley are obsessed an with. expert still oh, in no way no yeah. I, i'm not familiar I've, oh you I, gotta look I, him up he's i awesome. will i will he's i do a lot of camping i have a camper van so that's what i would do. oh yeah watch that he's i have he's, an old volkswagen camper van i would just oh, drive and camp oh. right at the racetrack are you going to drive it across the united states I, I would have to leave now to make it to, for Daytona, but I'm, I mean, it's not out of the question. 
that's uh that's what we need we need some we were hoping that bruce perry our our good pal here could bring the mobile command center he's got the big rv but uh, i know it's been a little tough necessarily to find the rv space right now so it's a little up in the air as far as that 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 would be ideal uh but i mean who needs to change clothes and who needs to shower as long as you're just there on the grounds right exactly i'll be in the grandstands just sitting there for four days that's right <laughs> you don't you just want to be there just so petite lamar brother you don't need to worry about everything else just yeah well they, a lot of those tracks have shower facilities they I do mean, because you camp and yeah camp you pitch a tent probably if you had a if you had a hip yeah if you had a uh like an suv or a wagon type vehicle you just camp in the back throw a sleeping bag back there just don't leave it running so you don't get carbon monoxide poisoning and you'll be in good shape well, um there's some things to unpack there, but, but yeah. yeah, Patrick, you have an SUV type vehicle, don't you? Yeah, I got a smaller SUV. Yeah. Did you Ooh. put a sleeping bag in the back? Uh, it'd be a little tight, but I could do it. So you could go to Road America and sleep in the back of your vehicle. Actually, you know what? Huh? You, could, you could do that in a car. Most of the cars, if you fo- you can fold down the back seats, and yep. you could just put your feet in the trunk and put your head where the seat is folded down. As usually, I'm pretty sure that's pretty level. The- I'm pretty sure, Bradley, that's what the DC sniper did. You know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> okay. god. That, that got dark. Oh, Jesus. We're already making that I'm just, turn. I'm oh, just saying, don't don't, don't do show. weird shit, Bradley. I mean we're, we're, only we're talking minutes. going to, to, to sleep at the track. We're not talking We gotta be creative about these things. things. That's what I'm talking about. You have to be creative. A DIYer. Yeah, not in a not in a malicious way. <laughs> just in a boondocking way yeah whatever you gets go. you at the circuit right yeah so so more news uh too that i don't think we've discussed on here we just found this out last week or this week uh tyler is we're going to be at vir um in a couple weeks time for the gt world challenge america series i'm watching some gt3s gt4s uh some tc cars possibly um and uh, maybe some lamborghinis uh, but uh They've opened the paddock for VIR. We've got yes. news that for our race in two weeks' time, the paddock will be open. That's yeah, that's that's big. That's exciting. I didn't yeah. get I didn't get to have that this past weekend, and uh, that's that's what we want, obviously by Daytona. But just overall, to see that kind of stuff happening is uh, we're getting back in the right direction with everything. Now, if they'll just uncancel the Toronto Indy and Toronto F1 race or the Montreal F1 race. Uh, what what's going on with Canada up there? They're canceling things still. They're going yeah, in the wrong we, direction. Well, you know, it's hard to get vaccines when you guys just hoard them. But uh, <laughs> we, we've started slowly getting back to normal. We, I, I believe, I heard actually, we just surpassed the U.S. as far as percentage of people vaccinated. Now we don't really have very many people, but mm. we're getting we're getting there. We're we're on the right track. But I mean, I've had my first vaccine. And mm-hmm. I think we're you know, we're doing okay, but yeah, we're definitely lagging behind the the U.S. a fair bit. So we're kind of like a small sample of that. So every, everybody in this, all four of us in this podcast now have at least had one shot, if not all of them necessary to be fully vaccinated. So we're kind of a little sample size of, I don't know, middle-aged man <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but it goes to, I mean, it goes to show that it's, it's happening. And uh, at this point, it's, somewhat accessible to a lot of people and some people are a little skittish about it but it's uh it's getting to the point of uh you have your chance and you take your own risks and make your own decisions and uh 
we're going to go back to the track, to the paddock, to the ball field, whatever it is. And uh, life is going to kind of start going on. So it's it's nice. It's it's felt like even since even in the last couple of weeks, uh, we're getting back to where we want to be with some of these things, with sports, with racing, with with access to things, um, and in perfect timing with the summer starting because uh, with the races we're going to go to and, and everybody listening probably will try to get out to uh, that you have available to you now that weren't available last year. Um, I mean, we've got IndyCar, 4th of July week. I mean, IndyCar, just overall, the Indy 500 is coming up. Um, obviously, the Monaco Grand Prix is this weekend. Um, and NASCAR, the Coca-Cola race, uh, Coda and NASCAR, which is uh, interesting. It's been rainy in, in Austin, Texas. Um, so the Indy 500, speaking of that, uh, the uh, the Indy 500 was – or the Indy 500 for iRacing – uh, they had the fixed setup and the open setup. Open setup happened this weekend. Uh, fixed last weekend. I did the fixed, and uh, I, w- I did pretty well, and I made it to the last quarter of the race and was wrecked, and I think that's a lot of people uh, are experiencing that. Uh, you guys did some of the open setup ones. No, we didn't. Oh, you didn't? You, d- didn't, you didn't even try it? No, we didn't do that. Didn't happen. Not yeah, it didn't happen. I don't know what oh, you're talking you, about. All we, did was, all we did, Tyler, was spa practice last night. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. So you wrecked on like lap one, is what I understand. No. No. Why? Uh, better much, it's much more. It's much darker than that time. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I wish so it would. I wasn't there. You guys. That would have. Neither were we. We weren't there either. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were in Spa. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can look up your stats on iRace. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you mother trucker. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So let me let me break it down for you then. Um, yeah, break it down because we we all made a pact last night. This this never happened. So yeah. I'm breaking okay. the blood pact. Okay. But, uh, well, just you. you yeah, yeah. Give so, me enough time. I'm about to f- pull it up. So uh, so uh, <laughs> keep digging uh, yourself in that hole. Yeah, we all started. Uh, four of us started last night at the same time. None of us were in the same split. Um, didn't even make it into turn one. For me, this is just my experience. Made it into the first corner of Indianapolis and immediately a caution. Um. So we ran the pace laps, got started again, immediately a caution. Didn't make it into even the second corner. Um, did some pace laps again. Once again, didn't make it. Immediately didn't make it. So that's three cautions already. I think we'd gone maybe nine laps in. And I go into pit to just top off on fuel because I don't care. You know, don't care. Um, we're still running around. I was almost in dead last, as I planned. And uh, coming down pit road, uh not on the lanes, but on the path as you're driving down and I'm somebody's going really slow, like half of half of the pit limiter speed, I would estimate. Um, so I swing out to pass them because they're just going straight. They're not, you know, they're just holding people up. There's a line of cars behind them. So I swing out to just go by them being impatient. And as soon as I do that, they cut in to go into a pit stall. So push me into the wall and, uh, got me wheel damage, black flag, and ended up being maybe 10 minutes of repairs. So, of course, I just exited. Well, no, it was it was like maybe a minute of repairs. I, I overrested or <laughs> okay. I exaggerated. Minutes, for minute, it was a blur. No, 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 but it was a minute. It was a handgun. It was a shotgun. It yeah, was it was. It was an explosion. It was a nuclear weapon. Okay. So, uh, got that fixed and came out. Got it fully fixed. Came out. And... Uh, the car went straight for the wall. Um, couldn't turn it to the left. Even just a, it wasn't that much of a da- of damage, but I guess with the new model of damage on the Indy cars, it was pretty much race ending. 
So that's how it went. I did nine or 10, 10 laps. You did 10 laps, Brad. 10 laps all under caution. I've, I've pulled it up. You finished 25th. Yes. There were, look how many cars finished that race. You finished 190 laps down. Yeah. Six cars finished that race. Yeah. Six. Wow. A Canadian driver won that split. Oh, oh, Canada. Yeah. Um, as I pull up, I, so I pulled up Bradley's stats. I see he has three road wins. Keep your damn hands off those. Um, so some of those road wins were mine, by the you, way. You close that page right now. <laughs> <laughs> look at the uh, look at the the bell curve of how many races I participated in over the years. You can see how dead I was. To, or iRacing was dead to me. Yeah. As much as I out did to iRacing. Right. Yeah, boy. I, I see that you really like the Michelin Pilot Series. For I really do. It's my my favorite and I'm, in fact there's you have one a win, win i do you got a win at brand's hatch on on uh, april 27th that's unheard of well thank you for mentioning did, that. did nobody finish that race oh no you, a lot of people the there's, there's actually I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that tyler i'm glad you brought that up it gives me a chance to promote on the team youtube um you can watch me win that race by passing a ton of cars all right what, what were you right. saying tyler what were you uh, saying? i mean i might i believe that the receive throughput fell through to an unacceptable level on 16 cars out of 17 in that race. Yeah. And I ran on the grass to cool my tires too. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Indy was rough. Uh, yeah. that's, that's the, yeah. that's the uh, takeaway is Indianapolis yeah. has been rough for, for most people. Not for oh, Patrick. Yeah. Patrick years was great. Wasn't it? No. Oh, Oh, okay. No. W- what happened to you? Um, so I started 30th out of 31 cars last night. Mm-hmm. There was a right playing it safe. Yeah. Well, cause I didn't qualify cause I didn't qualify during the week. Um, and lap, I think it was at the end of lap one, there was an accident. So caution, I moved up 14 or 15 spots in that one caution because that made people wrecked. Um, and then went to, went back to green and we almost finished one lap and there was a wreck coming out of turn four and guy didn't hold his brakes and I went low to avoid him and he slid down the track and, and I, uh, he hit me and I crashed and, right into the pits. Oh, Oof. So I finished officially. Out of 31 cars, I finished 28th. But in the race, there was only five cars running at the end. So none of you guys finished. Wow. There were 11 cars running in the race I was in. Are you in an upper split in Oval? I So I was in the 10th split because of the four of us, I was the only one who did qualify. Okay. So uh, that's what, Yeah, that's right. Did, that's how it was determined. Anyways. Yeah. So if you didn't qualify, you just went by I rating, but I did qualify, but not, I was pretty slow. So I was in the 10th split. It looks like about 12 splits of people that qualified maybe. So pretty low, but, uh, I started 21st, uh, first corner. There was a wreck. I got caught up a little bit. I, I almost, almost made it through, but somebody came down and hit my right front tire. I got some damage. Got it repaired, and my car was actually fine. I don't know why, you know, mm-hmm. like, my car was totally fine. Bradley's wasn't, obviously. But I went back out, and then uh, two more cautions. I think we, I made it to lap 22, and I just uh, let my let my uh, excitement get the best of me because I was two laps down, and I was right behind the leader. So if I could have passed him, I could have got a lap back and 
you know, if that's just what you need to plan at 20 laps into a 200 lap race. Right. So I just made a mistake, overdrove it, touched the wall and it threw me into the other wall and just trashed my car. So I was out. Yeah. The damage model, I mean, the damage model on the Indy car and iRacing these days, it's, it's beautiful, but also, um, there's no coming back from it. Yeah. uh, You just have to enjoy the, the realism, uh, and also the misery of it. Uh, because when you hit something, it's, that's it. There's no, I mean, you're dragging wheels. You got pieces flying over all over the place. Um, the car just disintegrates, which is realistic, but, uh, we all would obviously like to have the LMP2 model where, uh, you can, uh, full body slam some, a GTE or three out of the way and be just fine. It's like Mad Max. Yeah. Where you have, when those cars, even the, the Indy car to a, to an extent, I mean, you have the wheels that fall off and that's pretty much it. You have to tow. The good thing about the LMP two, um, is that, and just as a real life, they've modeled where the piece pieces are replaceable. So if you bend up something, they can just put a new one on. It's very modular. I mean, even the GTE cars are like that, but the damage model doesn't really reflect it. Um, you notice in, in real IMSA races, if you bend up the back of the car, even the splitter, too much they're not going to just bang it out with a hammer and straighten it like they do in the current model we have they're just going to pop off the back and put a new one on do they do they bang it out in the model we have i'm not i mean yeah that. yeah they straighten out yeah. That. yeah they do they straighten they're it out banging it out you see your hood at nurburgring how they would just yeah but sit there yeah, for a few minutes you, and they yeah, bang yeah. it down a little instead of just putting a new hood on oh yeah yeah, yeah. i guess yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that would be more, to me more realistic than yeah having to sit there and watch them smooth it out. I mean, what I know that's the, the system they have. Was it the Mercedes AMG at Nürburgring that if you hit somebody with the front, it would crinkle up the hood to where you almost couldn't see out of the driver's seat? Yeah. I want to yeah, say that, that. I was in that car. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And it's going to happen. It's inevitable. Yeah. You're going to hit shit at Nürburgring. Yeah. And then you'd sit in the pits for, you know, five minutes or eight minutes, or whatever, and they would just bang your hood down lower instead of <laughs> just putting a new one on. They would just pound it with a hammer. Yeah. And then you, your vision was never the same the nope. rest of the time. Jeez. Yeah. Might as well drive around at night with no headlights. Did you, did you finish Nurburgring, Doug? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay, good. We did well. We, well, we didn't do great, but we had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. This was a good race. Yeah. That's fun is what matters. I, I think I'm still thinking back to your Daytona 24 where. I don't. I know you don't want to talk about. Oh it. yeah, no, I'm never gonna forget about that one. <laughs> <laughs> so see then. So this year, uh, you, we're gonna race the Daytona 24 and I racing and do all of our prep, and then immediately, deliriously, we're gonna jump on planes and cars and planes, trains, and automobiles and uh, be on the way to Daytona Beach. Uh, so it's gonna be kind of ecstatic this year. You're gonna have a little redemption if you have a bad Daytona 24. Uh, you can still be real excited for the road trip and the time yeah. away. And drink your sorrows away down in Daytona Beach. Exactly. At uh, whatever, uh, I think we've scouted out numerous places for those that want to join us. Uh, get your pre sale wristbands and your tickets when they go on sale. Because um, we're hoping to b- announce some some locations. So, so another thing, jumping all the way back to that, uh, the GT. So, we're going to, that's another thing I got real excited about. Obviously, we were all pumped as we saw this pre sale go on uh, and we jumped on it because it's, uh, and we were talking about it before the show started. Uh, the pre-sale four-day pass, garage access, hundred dollars uh, for the four-day pass with garage access. Uh, really good price for for a race fanatic, a sports car endurance fan that wants to go down there. Uh, it's really a no-brainer if you're committed to doing it. Um, 
jumping on it and then figuring out your lodging and travel and, and those type of things. Yeah. Well, that's where the that's where it's going to be more expensive, the lodging yeah. and the travel. Yeah, it, depending on the circumstances. Um, but I, so as we got there, so that excitement wore off, uh, and we were locked in. It's it's happening. Uh, we're doing it. Uh, we've got a busy year ahead now planned. We've got a full calendar, uh, a growing calendar. Uh, but then I, it hit me, we're going to see the GTD Pro class for the first time, and that's going to be different. Uh, so GTE is done in IMSA after this year. GT Lamar? GT Lamar, whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. I, I do know what you mean. The big cars. The big, the big ones. Cars. The bigger Although ones. Although I guess we're going to see the Corvette. Maybe. Has that been confirmed? I, I It's been confirmed that they're like modding it. Well, yeah, well, I think it was confirmed that IMSA would allow them to. I don't know that has it been confirmed that. Well, why would they allow AAA's them? Gonna why would that? they say, "Oh, we'll let them do it" if they're not going to do it? They're going to do. I it. I don't know. That's a good question. So I think we're going to have a, a GTLM looking Corvette with weaker power. If I nice. if I understand the situation correct. Yeah, it doesn't. It sounds like I've done some reading on it just in prep for this, and it sounds like they're not really sure what the regulations are going to be because. You know, GTLM or GTE was very strict with regulations, uh, unless you were Ford, uh, anyways. But they were very strict about what you were allowed to do, the things you could have on your car. You know, um, and GTD was sort of a little more lax uh, to let mm. amateurs in, right? But now with GTD yeah. Pro, they still have to figure out how they're going to make that happen. What are they going to be the requirements, the regulations, so that they're going to they're going to find a way to put the Corvette into that, along with whatever other manufacturers. Uh, join, but I, I bet I think what they're basically going to do is probably kind of design the regulations around the cars that the manufacturers want to put in the race. So with GTD Pro, and of course, obviously the GTD class, like Doug just said, the amateur thing is the difference. Uh, so it's it's factory versus customer racing. Uh, so the factory efforts will be the GTD Pro uh, with the factory resources and, and effort, uh, and then the customer teams will pretty much be as it has been. Uh, in the G, just the regular GTD class. Um, for those of us like Bradley who have some vanity and, and just like a good product, uh, we're going to judge it based on the sights, uh, the visual of the cars. I mean, it's basically going to GT3. It's just all GT3. Uh, so we're going to lose the the MA GTE, which we've all, almost already seen phased out other than the endurance races this year. Um and, and yeah, things like the Porsche RSR and and, and whatnot, uh, it's going to step aside. Uh, and then, so that takes us, so bringing iRacing back into it. Uh, Doug, you were talking to us uh, again before the top of the show about uh, the kind of, it's been talked about, but maybe for some people it snuck in there as a, as a de- overlooked detail, which was the six hours of the Glenn Karch selection. Uh, of eight was it eight cars yeah that's right so that was interesting in typical iRacing fashion they've they seem to like doing this a lot lately where they just they just drop something in without telling you right they did that with uh a few things recently my memory's mm-hmm. failing yeah, for, me, formula, right? formula v with april formula v was april fools there was another one where they just put it in the update and they didn't even tell anybody even like the next gen cars right <laughs> yeah yeah they just put it in the update so they updated the uh watkins Glen six hour race details and they put they finally put in the car lineup because previously it wasn't in there and so they put in the updated car lineup and it includes the usual lmp2 the four gtes that are in imza and then the gt3s so it's the oh, i lost it here but i think it was the 
the same IMSA GT3s. I think it was the mm-hmm. BMW, the Lamborghini, and then they put the Porsche, Porsche 911 GT3R. And so uh, first of all, that confirms that the Porsche 911 GT3R will be available before the before Watkins Glen, which is, I think, June 18th, just like a month, less than a month from now. And then in brackets underneath, they put, yes, the car roster is correct. Because if you go up and count, that's eight cars. And until this, you couldn't put eight cars in one session in mm-hmm. uh, in iRacing, in an official session anyways. So that's so big that's, news. That's given us the time frame for the Porsche GT3. Yep. Uh, quick, let's do a quick r- uh, around the room here. Uh, the Porsche GT3 is coming out. Who's buying it uh, immediately? Patrick, yes, no. Oh, 100%. Doug, yes, no. Yes. Bradley, yes, no. Absolutely. Tyler, yes. That's four yeses. The yeses have it. There we go. You got our money, Iris. I've got one more uh, round the room question, if you'll indulge me. You buy the Porsche. So I think all of us here, we've been B- BMW GT3, the, you know, the Dodge Charger kidney BMW <laughs> that we've talked about. So you get this Porsche and it, and it, and it, uh, uh, what, what's the, what's the right way to say this? It, it, uh, rubs you the right way. So if this Porsche does the trick for you, you're going to park that BMW that you bought, the GT3 BMW, uh, Bradley. Yes. No. So it's, um, a, little harder, no. Isn't it? it's a little harder. No, no I don't think no? I will. I'll just. I'll go in between them, Doug. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't park the BMW, but I'm I'm a little more flexible. Let's say I'm a little open okay. to the options. That's more my speed, Patrick. Uh, no, I'd be flexible. I'm flexible like Bradley and Doug, but um, you guys no. doing, doing a bunch of yoga out there. Yeah, yeah. You know. Jesus. Um, well, I haven't even driven it yet. I mean, if it's if well, it blows my mind and I'm, I'm winning talking, races, I'm right almost left, speaking. You better a- believe. I'm Better speaking believe. more from a vanity aspect, Bradley. I know you're all about that. Um, yeah. If vanity cur- and if, hypotheticals. I mean, it yeah, looks great. I think if the, the curves are right, if, if if she looks good enough, he'll 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 just abandon the. Well, uh, I mean, no, no, no. Demo, I mean, demo, I, yeah. right? I I spent a lot of money. No, I spent a lot of money. I spent <laughs> I spent the money it cost uh, for the Porsche Cup Cup car because I like it. I like the look of it. I like the sound of it. Um, the interior is nice and VR. And then the I try to race of, it. I try to race it, and I can't drive it for shit. The oh. inter- interior of what? The uh, interior of the Porsche Cup car. Cup car. The GT. Oh, I don't have that. Yeah, I, I have it, and I can't drive it, so it's a waste. It's just sitting in the garage. Well, I'm just not going to get for it. nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. worth. It's it's a fun car to drive, but I you can't like racing it is just a yeah. that death sentence. It's it's quite crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have the time to learn that car. No, it's so, an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, give me the GT3 any day with all the assists that come with it. Yeah, yeah, that's what, <laughs> I, that's what I'm finding with GT3. Like in GTE, there's really only two cars I'll drive: the BMW, the Porsche. That's it. And yeah, so you're with us, uh, Doug. Yeah, me and Bradley kind of get we got the Corvette when it was new. Yeah, and it's like, <sighs> yeah, well, that's the thing, Tyler. Though it's it's starting to call my name again. I I, I was debating uh, using it for Spa today, but we did the LMP instead. Why, let's let Doug finish. I interrupted. Yeah, so you're with, you're with that. You're you're not quite feeling the Corvette though. No, I never liked the Corvette. I tried it. I wanted to, but it just yeah. I don't like the feel of it. it. Doesn't feel good. I don't like the interior. It's different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just it's just not for me. Um, you know, maybe if it's a Le Mans, it might be a good car because it's pretty slippery. But um, but then what I like about GT3 is I, I kind of like a lot of the different cars. You know, like sometimes just for fun, I hop in the McLaren and 
it's hard to drive. It's crazy. It's kind of really old and plain looking inside, but it is super fun to drive. And, you know, depending on the track, right, it can be competitive or not. But I really, I kind of mix it up a little more in GT3 than I do. So that's where I'm, ex or GTE, I mean, so I'm excited to see what the Porsche is like, because I'll, I'll put, jump in that for whatever, uh, whatever race I feel like, I guess. Yeah, I, I didn't get the cup car and I, and I only, well, GT3 wise, what do I have? I only have the BMW GT3. I know Bradley's trying to get me to get the Audi, but I think the next GT3 I get will obviously be the Porsche that we're talking about. Um, and that leads to the kind of the next thing. We, I feel like we've touched on this a little bit, but uh, I think as we talk about uh, the GTD Pro uh, starting at Daytona, which we'll be there to see and report on, um, as we identify this uh, kind of increase in GT3, I mean, you can only have so many cars in iRacing. I, I mean, that's eight where you're getting up there. Uh, this is confirming that addition. And typically in iRacing, you see a new car come out, uh, they'll often subtract another car. You'll see something go. So like we saw in, in the Euro Le Mans series, uh, what, the BMW left. So you can only race the BMW M8 now in the uh, Haggerty IMSA series. Uh, Bradley and I have talked plenty about our enjoyment of the m8 gte but uh guys i think i think the writing has been on the wall since this was all came out i feel like we're trending in that direction i feel like uh the bmw gte and maybe all of the gts i mean we're seeing them start to the end is coming the end is near uh do you think that's uh far-fetched to say do you think it's extreme or dramatic to say no, I think it's realistic. I don't know. I don't know, Bradley, what you think. Uh, like, not for a are while. We looking at, are we looking at legacy content in a year's time? No. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Um, there's too much, too many people that like the, the car. I think what they would do is eliminate a series that nobody runs and just make a series uh, with the BMW, kind of like they do the BMW Sim Cup or whatever it is, the 12.0, whatever it's called. Um even if they move it from IMSA, they'll give it its own series for sure. Yeah, obviously so in a year's time, it's not, not going to be something that's realistic. It's not going to be real life mapped over to Sam. Well, it, do they use it in the European Le Mans series? Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I've watched uh, some videos. Yeah, Mike, I guess race. you're right. Is Michael Fassbender going to run a Porsche GT3 instead of... I the, think uh, this year might be the last year for that as well. Shit, I'm I'm not sure on that. Don't I'm, I could be? Yeah, wrong, I'm not sure either. We've kind of overlooked. Yeah, it. We, we need our European. They'll make it. Yeah, they'll make a GTE GTLM series. There's no way those cars are way too popular. They just provided the the Corvette. There's no way they're going to throw that in a legacy. You make a good There's point. No with, you make a good point with the Corvettes under a year old. So surely, yeah, you're not going to throw that in a legacy bin. No, uh, and if or, they don't, have, or they could make as we might as we've speculated, they could make the. The Corvette and iRacing lower powered and make it a GTD well, or GTD maybe, Pro. Maybe, but uh, I mean, to this point, who's to say iRacing is going to structure their IMSA like real life IMSA starting next year? Because I mean, nobody, they're not going to have the content. Well, they could. I don't think they have to. I mean, a lot of the things are not up to, up to par. A lot of the series are running on cars. I mean, they had, oh, let's go screw. Uh, <laughs> they had, they had, uh, for the longest time, the BMW Z, whatever, Z4, which yeah. is not was not a current car. I didn't car. like that one. I didn't no, but I mean, that's what they had for years, and it was not current. And they never did the M6, which is what they're running now. I mean, 
they've never been on on par. I mean, you can't keep up with all of the changes. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't expect it to change immediately. I mean, if they they would need to scan an Acura or a Lexus or something like that to get it up to par to give yeah, us all the options. Let's see a Le- Lexus. I mean, we talked. To, I got to see those up close in Mid Ohio. Beauties. Those things are beauties. Um, and obviously the the GTD BMW does not look like the current GT3 BMW on iRacing. I, I guess it, obviously it's the prototype. So I guess we'll see that when we go to Daytona in January 2022. Yeah, that might be the first real-life race for that car. Oh, wow. So we could see those Dodge Charger kidneys up close. Yeah. What if it changes our opinion of it and we stop making fun of oh, it? Oh, I think we're going to love it in person. You think? Yeah, it looks, it, it looks like... In uh, person? It looks sharp to me anyway. I mean, I, I've it's grown on me by now. Mm-hmm. I've watched uh, videos of the the actual street version of the car and the way the hood comes down into those. I, I like that. I like that that part of the car. You know, the hood of the car has a strong look to it that I like. Mm-hmm. Like More a, so. like the old Dutch Charger. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's very defined versus the M8, oh, the old one. Oh, oh. I honestly, I'll be honest with you, the current BMW GT3 that they run in real life, I'm not a fan of. It's a smaller M8. It just it's almost like the GT4. It, look, no, it looks yeah. like a, a BMW GT M8 M4 GT4 that's fat. Like it's eating too much. <laughs> it's it's eating too much Thanksgiving dinner, and it's fat. I that Bradley, I'm change my mind. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. That's a good description. That's actually pretty fair because I just saw it in person on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I saw it, it's too. A, it's a chubby little GT4. It is. Yeah, the M4 <laughs> got, GT4 is cheeks. not. It's not a good looking car. Yeah, you just want to go. You want to grab its its hood and go shuka shuka shuka. <laughs> <laughs> Shooka, shooka, little fella. Eat a little less. Go to the gym. <laughs> you gotta run that off. Oh my god! Hey, uh, they shit. They won the race. Um, yeah, the GT3. I guess it's a little leaner, is what Bradley's trying to say, right? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit leaner. It's more shapely. It's petite. I mean, it's it's growing on you as you run it in i racing. <laughs> so all of us racing fans. I mean, like you were saying, we were talking about me at Mid Ohio, and I saw an i racing shirt on an old man, and I saw a bunch of people that. Uh, judgmentally, I figured probably these guys sh- sure as hell these guys got to be on iRacing. Just look at these guys. Uh, not just ignoring myself. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, the BMW for all of us racing fans on iRacing, we're going to already be warmed up to it by the time Daytona comes in January. But I- I'm going to be excited. In person changes a lot of things. Well, we can be the people who walk around talking about the car because we know so much about it that's right because we've already been driving so we can be just full-on nerd squad that's right i feel like i feel like bradley is going to say kidneys not yeah telling everybody about this car because we've already been driven driving it for a year uh, you know in the simulator in the sim (laughs) right that's right yeah we'll we'll be walking around uh so, so yes you yes yes you know i've been driving this in the sim for over a year now have you seen the kidneys <laughs> on car. this one? Oh, the kidneys on this one are excellent yes the the downforce you just you know th- this they have it wrong the downforce should be at four the downforce is always four that's right yeah <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Whoa. yeah it's gonna be interesting and, uh, and i'll tell you what and bradley I, i'm glad i have this over bradley um the DPIs, I was just in awe of at uh, Mid Ohio. They're so fast. Um, just, just something else to watch. I can't wait, wait to see them at Daytona. Um, 
or Petit Lamar. I've been real tempted to uh, visit Detroit and watch the IndyCar IMSA doubleheader. Uh, It's something about IMSA that you just want to see it all. You want to follow them around. Um, The whole course of the racing, I mean, from the preliminary prototype challenge, Mazda, uh, then getting the triple class and sometimes quadruple class racing, uh, there's just nothing better. Uh, Every time a car comes around, everything that passes by, uh, your visual is something unique and different. Whether you're watching some, uh, DPI's race for the win and position, whether you're watching LMP3's jockey around a GTD, GTD's racing each other while DPI's are storming by, uh, there's not a dull moment. A three-hour-plus race is is gripping nonstop. It's, it's pure entertainment. So for anybody out there that is uh, steadfast, NASCAR-only, oval-only, uh, and, and there's even an oval racing and dirt. I mean, ev- I, I think everybody should be open to every form of racing. And I think iRacing lends itself to everybody kind of getting an experience of it firsthand and seeing how it's fun from the driver's perspective. And that makes it, it makes it more fun from the, the spectator's perspective. And that's my words of wisdom for today. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Let's, though. It's, let's all be more open-minded. Let, we should, right? We should. I I've, I was feeling that last night. I'd been you know just messing around trying to find something new to do, and decided to try and up my up my rookie licenses in dirt oval and dirt road. So I'm running on some dirt, and uh, had a good dirt oval race actually last night, mm-hmm. where I was in P two, and uh, got a good run on the leader. Was up alongside him. He decided to just turn down into me, which turned his car around, and I w- took it home for the win. And then uh, I got some interesting uh, comments in my direction. I got <laughs> called a wanker, but not quite a wanker. Something a little yeah. different. A little but, more American. A little more, yeah. yeah. Right. Ah, was, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it was, it was fun. And I, he didn't understand why, you know, when there's a car on the inside, you have to, I told him, I said, all the time you have to leave the space, you know, in my best Fernando accent (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah yeah it was fun though it's good it's good to branch out and you know it's a great thing about iRacing you know you can see try so many different things you never would try you know it's great yeah i that's what i like about i mean obviously um bradley patrick and i we we do oval racing through the week or weeknights um kind of weeknight grind we do we do oval league racing and it's a blast i would be i would miss it if i didn't do it but at the same time uh, like for example, just before this show, Bradley and I and, and uh, Chris Colantonio from Mad Sim Racing just did a th- the six-hour Euro endurance at Let Spa, and I would miss that if I didn't do it. Uh, I like I've I've grown to like the the sprint cars at Bristol Dirt. So far, I'm not any good at anything more, less banked than Bristol Dirt, but uh, when I'm there, I have a great time. Um, I mean, there's just nothing nothing i haven't found an enjoyment out of it's it's all it's all fun it's true that's what i find is even when i you know you might kind of get sick of one thing or another but you just click on a different tab try a different style of racing try a new car you haven't been in in a long time it's just there's something there to just keep you coming back every time yeah if it gets stale you you buy something different or iRacing pops out with a porsche gt3 or an lmp2 there you go I would love to see them do the DPIs, although I guess the hypercar, you may as well do that instead at this point. Uh, LMP3s would be cool. Um, those were interesting to watch, the prototype challenge. Um, 
That would so be that good. Would I'd be like nice. to see them do that because that would be a good good replacement for the GTE because they're about the same speed as yes. the GTE, I believe, right? Yeah, they they and they were fun to watch. Uh, I enjoyed watching them. Um, yeah, yeah, well, give us and, more prototypes. Yeah, the LMP3s and uh, do the I don't know you for for Imza Hackerty you would do hypercar maybe maybe in a couple years we'll have the hypercar hopefully i would like to see the the toyota toyota gazoo toyota gazoo for le mans yeah um kamoi kobayashi we're gonna see toyota gazoo in a couple weeks at vir i believe oh they're they're the net uh they are they run a a gt4 supra Supra. yes it's toyota gazoo i've seen the supra yeah, they run know it was the Toyota. Gazoo. It is Toyota Gazoo Racing. What a fun name! Super. It is. What a fun name! It's a great name. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Emza is. I mean, I'm riding high on it. Uh, we got the Indy 500. That's going to get us an IndyCar mode. Uh, seeing the Indy cars at Mid Ohio in, in on July 4th. Bradley, you're coming up. I'm coming up. Fourth of July. Into the apex at Mid Ohio for the in, the mid the Honda. Mid Ohio 200 or whatever the hell. Yeah, that's that's what it's that's what it's going to be. We're going to watch some Indy cars, some open wheel. It's going to be a good time. Some Indy lights. Yeah, we're going to root on our buddy uh, Tony Canon. Tony, I don't know if Tony's going to be there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, I think, will be in the car. That now that'll be interesting. They're certainly, split, they're certainly split, there's they're bigger names now. Roman Grosjean will be there, Bradley. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't much know him. God, I know what happened to him, but you know what happened to him, but you I don't do. Know him. Okay, uh, so so we're going to switch gears here, and uh, coming up, <laughs> coming up, you got Brad- nothing. No, but coming up, Bradley's going to give us. Uh, we're going to talk about North Wilkesboro. So how about that? We got something for everybody in this episode. If you are saying shit, I'm sick of these guys talking about Emza. But we got some NASCAR North Wilkesboro histo- history coming your way. Uh, and then we're going to talk F1 Monaco Grand Prix coming up on to, Into the Apex. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality, meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe confidence in self meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up whether it be to work or any event knowing you look awesome roscoe wheels offer offers free shipping within canada and flat rate shipping in the usa find your new look today at roscoewheels.com this episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com.
welcome back to Into the Apex podcast uh, for the second half of the show. Um, so we're going to start off what Tyler teased before. Um, I've got a little news from North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Carolina. Um, if you listen to the show, you know myself and Tyler uh, grew up and are from uh, Wilkes County and uh, the Appalachian Mountains of North Carolina um, and have a lot of stock in what happens at North Wilkes- Wilkesboro Speedway. Um, that is our home track, um, even though we were too young to attend any races there when it was open um drive by it all the time going home always saw it um it opened up briefly while we were there and uh, immediately shut down again um so news on that front if you're in north carolina you you might have heard about this otherwise you may not but uh recently there's been some some bills passed or any bills introduced um in the north carolina legislature uh granting some money Basically, as a result of COVID, trying to, to stimulate the economy of the state. Um, one of those is a proposal by the governor, Governor Cooper of North Carolina, um, is proposing to provide $10 million to three speedways in the state um, to revamp, uh, in some cases, to recoup costs. Those three speedways are Charlotte Motor Speedway, um, I would assume to just to recoup the cost of lost attendance last year. Um, the other two, more interestingly, are Rockingham, The Rock, who's, which has been defunct for many years, and uh, North Wilkesboro Speedway. Um, obviously, I don't know much about Rockingham. I don't even own the track in iRacing. Um, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't never enjoyed watching the races I've at the track. It. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a fine what? track. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's close to me. I mean, it's in... Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven, photo finish. Really? I mean, that, I remember it, but I don't... That's what I think about I Rockingham. Know. It may well. I think of the race after Dale Earnhardt's death. That's what I think of watching that race. Well, um, I think that was at Atlanta, or was it? A, no, it was at Rockingham. Rockingham was always yeah. It was number two, season. wasn't yeah, it? It was always yeah. the second race. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's down there, one near near Pinehurst, somewhere like that. Yeah, but, a little uh, bit it's towards South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I think so. I, I always thought it was in Rockingham County, North Carolina, but it was not. Um, so anyway, that track's on the list. Uh, so hopefully they could get that track reopened. I could pay that one a visit. Uh, but in, more sentimentally and important for us is North Wilkesboro because um, there's more to that as well to the story. So that that came out. Um, you may know a few weeks back, um, the owner of Speedway Inc., which owns North Wilkesboro, among all the other you know half of the other tracks in NASCAR, said that he is absolutely open to reopening and wants to do something with it if something comes up. Um, he can't make any promises, but he they haven't forgotten about it, and it's on their list of things they would like to do. He told that to Dale Hart Jr., who also has an invested interest in reopening the track. Um, they don't think he was being disingenuous there. I think he, they mean it. I mean, nostalgia sells, and in, in, in this day and age, nostalgia is what's coming. You know, that's what's happening with with NASCAR. Look at California mm-hmm. uh, making the short tracks and bringing those back and taking away these cookie cutter tracks. Um, so there's that, that part of it. Also, the CEO of Camping World has committed $1 million. Um, so that he says he would commit a million dollars if they did anything to it. Speedway Inc. says they're open to reopening it. The government of North Carolina says we'll give you $10 million to revamp it and reopen it. And then the local governments with that bill have to match $2.5 million. Wilkes County has said they have the money. They've saved the money up. Over the years, they have it, and they will provide it if they get that passed. Um, also, the town of North Wilkesboro and Wilkesboro 
um, are all on board with making this work because there's going to be things that I think they mentioned having to redo sewer pipes, uh, redo the whole everything, basically. So all of these towns and the county would have to come in and work on it. And they've all said, yes, we want this. Um, if you go to North Wilkesboro at all in Wilkesboro, um, there's banners up about bringing the Speedway back. All this talk of late from Camping World uh, CEO and from the Speedway Inc. owner, it's it's come back. All the uh, energy to bring this track back is there um, locally and otherwise within NASCAR. So I think it's going to happen. I, I really think this time it's going to happen and it's going to stay and last. So you've got the money there from multiple sources. You've got the money to, to, to get it where it needs to be, to bring people in, to bring cars on there and do competition, whatever they may be. It may not be NASCAR. Uh, even if at the top is, at the highest level, it's, it's trucks. That's, that's great. Um, you've got the local support. I've, I've seen the local news stories um, of banners and different things like that. So you've got the local support. You'll sell tickets. And you won't just sell tickets from North Wilkesboro, Wilkes County. Uh, people will drive up from all around Virginia, Tennessee, uh, all around North Carolina, from the Charlotte area. Uh, they'll fill those seats if they if they open it up. I feel like there's no doubt about that. Uh, oh yeah. Like Bradley said, we're we're in tune with this. I, it's really cool that iRacing scanned it, and we got to kind of see it debut during the beginning of the pandemic and the and the uh, Invitational last year. And that so many people are running and talking about North Wilkesboro. Uh, so many tracks we go to in iRacing, or just tr- we just go there, and it's 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 it just goes without saying. Um, and they're in pretty rural, small areas. I mean, Eldora, different things like that. Some of the short tracks, uh, but but we've said it many times here. Uh, that's where Bradley and I. That's where our family, uh, most of our family, lives currently in Wilkes County, North Carolina. It's where we grew up. Uh, we've literally grew up driving back and forth by basically the ghost track that is North Wilkesboro Speedway. Uh, so there is a sentimentality to it. I mean, I'll, I'll literally be driving by the track in a couple weeks as I go uh, to to stay and uh, set up and do my little launch towards VIR to meet up for Into the Apex on the Road. So let me be the first of us two to say that if there's a race at North Wilkesboro, into the apex, will be there for the very first one. Oh yeah, there's I mean no a- absolutely. Whatever they do, trucks, I mean, even if it's late models, will be there um, for the first race that comes up, um, if possible. Because um, that's, I mean, it's incredible. We've never actually been out there. I mean, you would, I guess, you'd be trespassed if you showed we, up. We, yeah, we've seen it. snakes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's, it's still there. It's substantial to drive by. Still, I mean, you just. You always look at it when you drive by you on do. 421. Always. always look at it. And and Patrick and Doug, I know you're kind of relying on us to paint the picture. So, I mean, imagine anything near you that seems kind of like a time capsule. Uh, you drive over the years, and it's maybe been 10 years ago or so, uh, because we, uh, like baby birds, we spread our, rings, spread our wings and flew out of the region. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, back in the, I mean, at the time, you drive by and you literally see a uh, an old decrepit Winston Cup banner. Patrick, I know that'll ring blast from the past to you as as a '90s NASCAR guy. Oh yeah, That's... I mean, you see a, an old Winston Cup. I mean, it's it's the post the the signage and some of the things you can kind of glimpse over the years past. We literally knew it as a blast from the past. I mean, 
pretty significant, pretty sizable grandstands. I mean, when you grow up in the middle of the country in uh, rural North Carolina, you don't see tall things. First time you go to a, a big downtown city like Charlotte, North Carolina, you're like, what are these tall things sticking up out of the ground? That's kind of what you go through. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so you see the it's you exactly see the grandstands like in North Wilkesboro, yeah. like that's that's pretty important. because you don't possess uh, anything. They give you one, and when you're in the country of North Carolina, they give you one encyclopedia, and that's how you grow up. That's right. <laughs> what's what's that big old thing? What's what's that? What's that big old thing? So, uh, <laughs> what? what? That, that felt flat. I thought you were going to say what's. There's a there's a glass penis coming out of the ground. That's what, what that? it looks like. What is that, Mima? I I oh. remember. I remember. As, as we alienate. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Uh, what's that big old phallus going at, sticking up out of the ground there? Um, phallus is a stretch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Queens. It's the Queen City. Um, so the so the grandstands of, of North Wilkesboro Speedway they really catch your eye. That's what I'm trying to say here. We went and, all uh, around. We went all around. Yes, but uh, but over the years, I mean, it was a bunch of trees and brush. It was grown up. It was uh, it was a YouTube video of of breaking into a decrepit place waiting to happen. Um, so seeing it on iRacing last year was amazing. But this, which is something that that seems like it could actually come back. There's there's backing from the community. There's backing from government. There's backing backing from state local government from the owner. Uh, from famous drivers like Dale Jr. I mean, I feel like, and I wanted to say this as you were laying the the land for this, Bradley, that the people in North Wilkesboro have been faked out so many times. I remember when we were still living there, uh, they cleaned up the track once before and, and quote unquote opened it back up. Uh, I remember Kevin Harvick and some cup cars were testing there at a recently cleaned up North Wilkesboro. And I want to say they even sold tickets to an event. I could be wrong. Or they talked about selling tickets to like a modified race or something. No, they did. They sold there's videos yeah. of it where there were people in the And then stand. and then what happened? It went right back. I mean, it yeah, just didn't I mean, take off. And you think and, and you think as a local or somebody that's interested in it, um, well, they gave it a shot and it failed again. There's no way it'll ever come back. And and now look at what might be happening. Yeah, I mean that's Dale Jr. made the comment. He really didn't think it would happen, but he—I mean, I, you know—he was surprised. But I, I, with the when where there's money and people pushing, like I said, I, I I'm going to say it's going to come down to the nostalgia sales. I mean, look at Darlington. Yeah, I mean, well, I look at it like basically anything. I mean, look at Stranger Things on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that's that's only. I mean, nostalgia yeah. going back sells. So I mean. Call it the Winston, Winston, you know, make it the Winston Cup there for all I care. Well, you can't have cigarettes anymore. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah. We have evolved a little bit, right? Yeah. You can have Bud Light and all that. Stuff. I mean, look at Ferrari and Formula One. They have to subliminally advertise. Uh, Jesus. Mar- Marlboro. Mission Winnow. Yeah, Mission Winnow. I mean, Jesus. yeah, you can't do cigarettes in, in, on any stage anymore. Not that I would want them to, but you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. That's that's Jimmy Spencer's not coming back to drive the Marlboro. Yeah, but you can have the bushy. Bull. You can have the bushy bush two thousand two hundred. Yeah, the bushy the bush race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, give me a break. Yeah, you can drink. You just can't smoke. Yeah, you can still yeah. advertise alcohol. Yeah. That's right. Pretty they long Jack Daniels in way back. Yeah, pretty soon it's going to be uh, the, the marijuana. T- yeah, the, exactly. The <laughs> marijuana five hundred. The THC one fifty. Yeah, the the uh, Seth Rogan. 
I love that. I love the restoring old tracks and the nostalgia yeah. thing though. You know, it's funny. I just, because you started talking about this, I Googled Penticton Speedway because I grew up in Penticton, BC, just a small town in the interior and recently has been changed owners and it's a huge renov- renovation undergoing right now. Just a tiny little quarter mile oval track. I remember going there watching cars when I was a kid, they had, you know, crashed a pass and things like that and mm. renovating it and bringing it, bringing it back to life. Pretty cool. Actually. Things kind of, kind of come around. Yeah, it's great to see. It's uh, so maybe they can. Ha- I think if you want to bring back, I mean, I don't know. It's tough in NASCAR. They want to. They seem to be wanting to go in this direction of road courses with Coda, with uh, the Chicago street course. Yeah. We we kind of forgot it. We backburnered that a little bit, um, but it obviously is coming. Uh, but maybe the best bet for NASCAR is to bring back like a North Wilkesboro. Yeah, well, here's here's my question. Will they have to close another track or just take a date away from another track? Yeah, that's, I mean, that gets tough. It is tough because NASCAR and, and motorsport in general, for circuits to survive, I mean, you need a bunch of stuff going on. You can get track days. You can run schools. Um, there's ways to make money, I'm sure, as a, as a speedway. But you, you definitely need those big events. Uh, I think it's... It would also depend on, you know, what, you know, series would actually be going back to North Worksboro once it opens back up. Will it, would it be the Cup Series or would it just be the trucks or Xfinity? Yeah, I think ARCA trucks, things like that. Would, yeah. Would, I think that would be the shot in the arm that I think people would be happy with that. Yeah, well. Uh, and consider- and it, let's say the truck series only. So imagine, sure. the, imagine the ratings. And the turnout for the truck series, if if you know, it's it's Gander now, isn't it? It's not Camping World anymore, is it? You know, right? it's Camping World. Yeah. Oh, it's and, Camping and, World. And okay. the Camping World CEO wants the well, track open. Well, hell, then that. I mean, how how do you not take the trucks there? Oh, they will, and they and, also uh, they're going to build a small Camping World store there if it opens. He said. Yeah, I, I read wow. that too. Yeah. That's, I mean, now, now I know that's tough for people to imagine, but Bradley, for me, and I mean, just trust us. For the North Wilkesboro, Wilkesboro region to have all that there would be a big boost for that county. Oh yeah. So what were you, Patrick? What were you saying? Now, w- now imagine with all the upgrades they could possibly do to that track. What if you know they would modernize the track and you know make it safer, this, that, and the other, and do everything they need to, but add lights to the track, and the first race oh, would be yes. a short track, yes. night yes. race Love at it. North Wilkesboro. I think that's instant money right there. Yeah, they need oh, yeah. you've got it this day and age you've got to put lights out there. Friday night truck race. Oh boom. Yeah. And you could get late models, modifieds. Yeah, you uh, could have local track local races. stuff. Yeah, yep. like local get mod, get your old lemon out there and put some yeah, I'll buy it. In I'll it. buy it. Let's buy a late model time. Yeah. Into oh, the yeah. Apex late model. We'll sponsor Absolutely. One. Yeah. Patrick, <laughs> I think uh I think NASCAR just hired you for PR. Patrick nailed director it. of marketing. It's not a big track. That's not a lot of light expense. No, they got, they got $10 million to, to burn. $10 million is burning a hole through their pockets. And the Camping Sp- World Lights. And Speedway Motorsports owns it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. Or Inc. Inc. Or whatever. Yeah, How they many do. tracks do they own? Bruton oh, Smith. Yeah. yeah, they own a lot. They, they own I mean, like half the tracks. I think if they reop- reopen it, they'll do it right this time. Because everyone will be watching. Um, I mean, everyone's behind this. Um, if you, I mean, it even goes back to Benny Parsons. One of his, 
when he passed away, he gave his wife a list of things he wanted done. And I believe one of the first few things on that list was to get North Wilkes Road back. Oh, you got to do it then. Yeah. yeah. Got to do it for Benny. And he's and, from Wilkes County. Remember, Benny, remember NASCAR 99 on, on Nintendo 64? Bro? Oh, yeah. Benny yeah. Parsons. That's going to leave a mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that takes you back. Do you remember what we used to do on Nintendo I, on the NASCAR 99, Bradley? Yeah, I, I remember. You remember when Dale Earnhardt died, what we used to do? Yeah, we used to, uh, Dale Earnhardt died, and he was still in the game at the time. Yeah. So we would always that's yeah yeah you know? so yeah 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 that's how time works so we would uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> line of the night um, so we would uh, <laughs> we would uh, pick two two different drivers not Dale Earnhardt not Dale Earnhardt and then we would uh, go backwards on the track go you know any direction we needed to and we would protect Dale Earnhardt and get make him win the race every time. By wrecking, and we'd wreck everybody else. Yeah, all the AI cars. Obviously, there's no multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we would do. We would save Dale Earnhardt. Fucking fifth graders tribute to Dale. Rest in peace. That was our. That was our first sim racing experience. Yes, it was. We we both had wheels and pedals at the time. I forget about that. That was actually the very first quote unquote sim racing that we ever did. I mean, look at us doing this. Yeah. We've been doing this since we were kids. Look at us now. Now we're 31 years old and (laughs) we're still doing the same thing that we did. Having the time of our lives. Oh, oh yes. Costs a lot more money nowadays. It does. Oh, it does. Especially when it's your own money now. Yes. Not mom and dad. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So no, Oh, so, so mark the tape. If North Wilkesboro gets an event back, I mean, we're talking probably a year, two years down the road, I assume. Uh, we'll be there. There's no question. We've got to be there. And add um, lights. Add lights. Patrick, you got to yes. be there too. Oh, I, I will make that trip out to North Carolina. We got, we got a place for you. Hell yeah. I'll Hell make yeah. that trip. Yep. You get yourself there and lodging is free. Don't we you got worry. You. We got I'll get my ass out there quick. That's right. So we're going to switch gears yet again. So if you if you like NASCAR, stay tuned for some F1, right? Everybody loves F1 who loves NASCAR. We're staying flexible, folks. F1 picks of the week for the Monaco Grand Prix coming up. <laughs> How do you like that? Hmm? Is your heart racing? And now, the Into the Apex Formula One Fantasy League Picks of the Week. F1 picks of the week for the Monaco Grand Prix. One of the finest Grand Prix out there. We didn't get it last year, uh, so it's going to be even more valuable this year. Uh, so we've got, usually we have Robin here and he gives us his hot takes and he's been kind of holding strong. And I'm excited to have Doug in here because he is a big F1 fan. Uh, and I know he can fill Rob's shoes with his uh, knowledgeability and wisdom in his picks. Knowledgeability. I don't know Knowledge- about that. Knowledgeability. Uh, but speaking of knowledgeability, let's start with Bradley. Bradley, what are your thoughts about the Monaco Grand Prix this weekend? You mean the uh, Lewis Hamilton wins show? Oh, I don't know about that. Oof. I don't know about that. Probably not this one. Why Probably is that, though? Why is that? Well, Bradley, I know you think Lewis Hamilton just wins every every old thing out he there. He does. It's, that's what Be- it says on my cable in the morning when I turn it on. It says the Lewis Hamilton wins show. 
Well, Bradley, being a naive F1 guy as you are, uh, Lewis Hamilton in qualifying, and I know most people will listen to this episode probably after the whole race, uh, so listen to it with an ear for that. Uh, but Lewis Hamilton qualified in P7, and that is not Lewis Hamilton's Ooh, uh, typical that's... starting place. And it's it's hard, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually usually where you qualify, it's, it's hard to gain in positions well Bradley I thought you were going to say something smart and, and uh, intuitive about uh, or insightful about F1 but uh, you left a little bit on the table uh, it's hard to pass somewhat sometimes but Doug I mean especially at a tight street course like yes this. well that's now you the, said the smart yeah, thing Bradley. there you go you, that's what you're we waiting go. for yeah yeah so Monaco probably the hardest track on the whole calendar to pass right yes yeah it's tight it's a tight track I mean you're just driving, and if you if you get lucky, I mean, it's. Uh, I think what paints the picture is any. I mean, Charles Leclerc got the pole, but you see what happened to him. I mean, it's such it's so tight that if you make one error, your wheels into the wall, into the barrier. Uh, it's it's. Uh, what's the famous word? Unforgiving. It's very unforgiving. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. We saw Max Verstappen did that. I think last time they were there, twenty nineteen. Max put it in the wall, I want to say. Yeah. In, was that in Quali or maybe it was in FP3? Missed code on part of Quali. My yeah. memory is it's, failing again, but yeah. It's, yeah. Geez, yeah. Lewis it's, is in it's easy to happen, yeah. I mean, so Leclerc, that's, I again, most people probably will hear this after the actual race, but uh, Leclerc, as we understand it, we're recording this after qualifying, uh, but before the race, uh, Leclerc, we think, is going to start from P1. We don't think they're going to have issues with the gearbox. Uh, Verstappen, Botas, Sainz, Norris. Uh, so Ferrari kind of impressing here. And uh, getting to the picks of the week, Doug, you, we were talking a little bit about what you may have done. Uh, you're not up there uh, in the points right now as you would want to be. Uh, but I think you were saying you put, put a little bit of uh, stock into Ferrari being for real at Monaco and it seems like you were right. Yeah, it's looking like a legit. Well, I mean, we know after qualifying, that's it's legitimate. I yeah, I've had I've struggled the last two weeks. I had some bad picks. I had Kimi Raikkonen in uh mm-hmm. Portugal when he just drove into the back of his teammate. Lost me a lot of points there. Uh last week at Imola, yeah, I didn't do great either. I think I had uh oh, I can't remember uh who I had there, but this week, yeah, I decided after practice to go for Ferrari. I went all in on Ferrari. So I've got Charles Leclerc as my turbo driver. Yeah. Very good pick so far on pole position. I've got Carlos Sainz and I've got Ferrari as my manufacturer. So looking at, it seems like that's going to pay off. It it does seem like that's going to pay off. Um, What's, what's the rest of your lineup? You're, I think this is your first time joining us, Doug, for the F1 segment. Uh, What's your full lineup at the moment? Oh yeah. Right. So, so I have Lewis. Um, I've had Lewis since day one. I, I'm a big Lewis fan. I don't think I could mm-hmm. let him go. Um, uh, right now, my other two drivers, sort of my low-end drivers, Esteban, Esteban Ocon and George Russell. Mm. So rounds up my lineup. Well, I, I feel like, and uh, I'll get your take on this. I, I mean, Lewis starting P7, but to have Lewis, surely he's going to finish better than P7. Is that is that controversial? Yeah, it's just so hard to pass. It really just depends yeah. what happens in front of him. I mean, who he's starting behind Gasly. You, you know, you'd like to think he's he should have something oh, for yeah, Pierre Gasly. I'm not even I'm not even taking note of that. He is starting behind Gasly. Yeah, that is something. Uh, so you'd like to think he can get Gasly somehow, but 
it just i mean that Mer- the Mer- mercedes they've talked about it before the mercedes is not designed to follow and it doesn't seem to have you know a lot of downforce um at a, sh- at a street track like this so it's not that it doesn't do well following other cars it's going to be tough where do you pass here yeah and then and then verstappen and p2 hamilton p7 this is a chance yeah. for red bull and verstappen to kind of maybe take the lead in the points yeah, it could be. I mean, that's going to come down to the start there. I know Max is going to be ready to it's get the best be, start of his life. Yeah, yeah. the start's going to be, basically, I'm going to set, for us in North America, set an alarm. Yeah. This this is not to be missed. The uh, The grid is going to be gripping on its own right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Verstappen, Botas, Sainz, Norris, Gasly, Hamilton, Vettel, Perez, Giovinazzi, or as Bradley says, Giovinazzi, Rudy. starting P10. Yeah. Um, I will say, uh, of course, Mazepin, Schumacher, and Nahas starting very last positions. Yeah. Focus. Uh, looking at my picks, uh, so I was hot on Yuki Sonoda, uh, but like you said, Pierre Gasly starting P six ahead of Hamilton. Uh, I'm going to have to probably hang up this Sonoda thing uh, if I want to stay in it because I'm not. I'm myself. I've stuck with Sonoda the whole season so far, uh, but I'm now in. So we have 24 guys in our Into the Apex F1 Fantasy League. I am in, where the hell am I? If I, I can, like I'm in 14. 14, yeah. Yep. Um, Patrick is ahead of me, tied for 12th, which is unacceptable. Uh, I cannot let Patrick beat me. Um, I, and Sonoda has killed me, I think. He's been one of the reasons I've, I've dropped. Uh, my lineup will not change this week. So Tyler's lineup is Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, who is turbo driver. Lance Stroll, which is probably not great this week. Vettel is much further ahead of Stroll. Esteban Ocon for Alpine. Yuki Tsunoda, so I've still got him, but I'm probably going to make some adjustments for the next Grand Prix. Uh, Red Bull is my manufacturer, uh, so I'm hoping that Verstappen and Perez can get up there. Verstappen starting P2. So no changes for me this week, and I'm 14th in our league. Um Bradley, let's for better or worse, uh, I'm going to assume Bradley that you have made no changes. Yeah, that's correct. And I actually just went to look at the qualifying and make some changes, and it says that it has started, make, and I cannot make changes. That right. is correct. So welcome, I am, welcome, Bradley. So now the that you've Apex read the rules, <laughs> yeah. We're how many races yeah. in? Well, well, well glad to have you here, Bradley. Just uh, how many races are we in? Because I've only logged into this for three. This is you the know, third you time. know, a few. Up yeah. you. Don't worry about yeah, it. So, so I've got the same as, as last time we went over this. I've got Mazepin, got Ricardo, Stroll, Hamilton, Ocon, and then McLaren. Yeah, I don't know why you have him. Oh, yeah, we told you to get him. Yeah, you told me, you son of a bitch. Keep him. He'll do, he's going to turn around. <laughs> he's going to change things. So I was trying to get around. Leclerc. Leclerc. What? I was trying to get him in because he started. Yeah, you pole. probably would have done yeah. really well. Yeah, so him. I'm trying to add him Holy now, Holy and Holy I realized... <laughs> It Bradley. took me about five minutes to understand that I could not because it says it has started and I cannot edit. Yeah, you're a little late. Yeah. Uh, pop, you can get, Bradley, make your picks after qualifying's over. Hey? Yeah. yeah. Pop, pop <laughs> quiz. I guess, yeah, that makes sense, right? Pop, <laughs> pop quiz, Bradley. Where's Charles, Charles Leclerc starting for the Grand Prix? Uh, he's starting first. Oh, good. You were paying attention. Allegedly. Yeah, that's what I just Allegedly. said. I just said, I, I looked up, I checked the grid and I was thinking, oh, I need to pick who's starting ahead yeah. and add them to my list <laughs> because that is how... Are you looking at the grid still, Bradley? No. <laughs> Why? Was I, was I, give you, I was going to give you a random starting positions and have you read their names. <laughs> Jesus. 
Well, Charles, you don't know about Charles yet, though. We haven't we haven't heard for sure. Is it but Charles or Charles? Charles? Or Charles? It's, Chuck. it's Charlie. 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 I don't know. There's Bradley to call Char Charles Leclerc. I call him Charles. 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 Sure no, it's wrong, but yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we don't know what's going to happen with that car, though, right? They've said so far they don't see any yeah. damage, but they're going to. I saw the clip. Out. I didn't get to watch qualifying live, but I saw the clip, and yeah, uh, it 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 didn't look great, right? Yeah. Look the front suspension can all be changed. That's fine, but it's yeah. that gearbox, I guess. As if mm. apparently, well, you know, they always say that you'll punch the drive shaft or the axle right through the diff, and mm. that's it. Throw it out, get a new one, and that's uh, I don't know what the penalty is for that off the top of my head. If it's back of the grid or what it is, I'd have to look, but yeah, not good. Patrick, uh, any changes for you, or were you too late as well? Um. I kind of took a leap of faith and just left everything the same. So I'm still going with Hamilton, uh, uh, Norris, Ocon, George Russell, uh, Leclerc as my turbo driver. And then my manufacturer is Ferrari. Well, you're, same as you're in a good spot. You're in a good spot. You've already got 104 points just in qualifying. Oh, my God. Wow. I was just and you're ahead of me. You're going to stay ahead of me, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, and I'm out of my element. So what does that <laughs> say about you? Yeah, I have nothing associated with Ferrari. Um, I have no Hamilton. I, I Sonoda is going to completely get me. Stroll, I don't see Stroll making up positions. I mean, it's it's hard to pass. He's starting way back behind uh, uh, his teammate, Vettel. So I'm really relying on Verstappen, Norris, and Red Bull as manufacturer. So I'm in trouble. Uh, I am going to have a tough make, one. Yeah, I'm going to have to make some big changes. Yeah, because Sergio had a bad qualifying too. Where he yeah. started eighth or ninth, ninth, I think. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Yeah, so I'm not excited about. I need I need Verstappen to overtake Leclerc. Yeah, and that's going to save me maybe a little bit of extra points. I need the opposite good. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, actually, this is the first time I've gone for anyone from Ferrari, and now I've gone all in three, you know, three picks, both drivers and the team, because they just were such an unknown at the beginning part of the season. But for whatever reason, I mean, I don't expect they're going to continue this sort of pace. This, I think, is probably just a one-off mm -hmm. for Monaco, but hey, you got to get them while they're hot. Yeah, roll the dice. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the start. Yeah, like you said, the grid first app and start of his life. Um, looking at our league, we've got Marcus Spry. This is truly terrible. He's up front. Axel from the Netherlands is second. Ross uh, from Roscoe Wheels is holding strong in the top three. Yeah. Uh, our great sponsor, RoscoeWheels.com. Uh, Dustin with Mercedes goes burr in fourth. Rob, oh, look at that. Roar, fifth place. Let's look at Rob's team. Can we give he's, out Rob? He's a picks? wise, he's a wise guy. He's not here, yeah. but he's wise about his F1 picks. I'll tell Ooh, you, what. he's got a good one. Yeah, he's gonna, well, he's gonna Ooh, do pretty well. He's got a good pick. He's already got 106 points in qualifying. Yep. Who does he have? I'm trying to, oh, uh, Monaco. He's got yeah. Leclerc as his turbo. So Rob has kept Leclerc as his turbo driver throughout the season so far. Oh wow! So Rob good got, strategy. Yeah, Rob got lucky this week. He's not here to, to to tell me to shut up. Rob got lucky this week. Hi Rob. Good to, good to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, he's got Verstappen who's starting second. That's going to pay off. He's got Gasly who's starting ahead of Lewis yeah. Hamilton. That's going to pay off. Four drivers Norris. in the top six. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then he's got Red Bull. So I mean, hey. Russell is his kind of throwaway. 
Rob's going to be oh, okay. Hot take. Rob is going to be leading our fantasy league by the end of the race or at the end of the race. Uh, it depends on the mega driver. Yeah. Oh, he's got, so he doesn't have one set. He doesn't no. have one set. I that think mega it, driver really does change. Does affect you'd be crazy to take a mega driver at Monaco. Yeah. Cause it's such an unknown. Um, okay. So Marcus, Marcus, who's leading the league. Yeah. He has Leclerc as his turbo driver. Yeah. He's got Russell Norris, Leclerc, Oak on Hamilton, McLaren. Uh, not bad have ghastly russell and Ocon. i think is going to i mean that's going to fall down so rob having ghastly is going to help him in this race yeah if if things hold if things hold yeah ghastly and norris together that's a really good yeah he got now, yeah they both have the same thing. turbo driver leclerc yeah what is what does ross have what does roscoe wheels have let's take Ooh, ross is struggling this week i don't know uh, how, how much people are gonna be uh you know care that we're going through their teams on the air hey but hey it's all fair. That's all right. Uh, oh, so Ross has, first of all, he has Mick Schumacher, who currently is a minus five point. Yeah, I see that. qualify. Ooh. And Lando's turbo driver. I've had. I've also had Lando as my turbo driver up until this race yeah. when I went with Leclerc. I had Lando. But I think a lot of people, that's why I changed it because, you know, so many people, I think, had Lando and he was like the best value turbo driver. So mm-hmm. in an effort to change things up, I've mixed it up. So he's got Perez, Hamilton, Norris as turbo driver, Ocon, Schumacher, and then McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was going to bank on Hamilton being an automatic P1 and yeah. it just didn't well, happen. Yeah. I mean, we mostly, most of us do, but. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not, <laughs> not unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, and I'm with him. I've got Norris as my turbo driver, but geez, to have Schumacher already given you a minus five. Yeah. That's, that hurts. Yeah. So he might drop out of the podium in the league. He could, yeah. Uh, Axel, Netherlands, our good friend. He's got Norris's turbo driver as well. He does have Carlos Sainz in the Ferrari. He's got Verstappen. He's with me. He's stuck with Tsunoda. Tsunoda, yeah. A lot of people have Esteban Ocon. Yeah. A lot of people do. Good. I think he's a good value pick. When yeah, you're looking to fill out, you know, you got a few dollars left to spend, and he's he's doing okay. I think Yuki is the real letdown of this season. So yeah. Probably. I'm going to have to get rid of him. Yeah, it's tough. I was really, I had, I had uh, Alpha Tori as my constructor for the first few races up until yeah. now. Um, because I didn't, I didn't actually pick either one of them as drivers, but I picked them. I picked their team for my team, and they just weren't making them the points that I needed them to make. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at. We'll do our last little, uh, little sneaking around. Dustin Mercedes goes Burr. He's up in the top spots. Uh, he's got Verstappen. He's got Leclerc, who is his turbo driver as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got Schumacher, who did drop him five points. Yeah. He's got Ricardo and Norris. He's got double McLarens. Yeah. He's got Ferrari as a manufacturer. Oh, now, interestingly, he's got Verstappen picked as mega driver for the Oh, team. yes, he does. Oh, he does have his mega driver. I, that's a risky move at Monaco. Yeah. I'm saving that for one that's like, you know, a sure bet. Yeah. Or, or is but you know what we always what interesting you sure so so dustin wants to see verstappen make a move at the beginning of the race and hold yeah. the lead for the win interesting so this mega driver stuff is it's i think for a lot of people all of these different turbo driver mega driver this and that it's confusing at first but it really does throw a wild card into this as a fantasy thing yeah it's it took me a while to figure out how it worked um i, mean, I don't know if everyone's aware of it you you get yeah. to pick a mega driver twice a season once in the first half once in the second half and you get triple points but it's only for one single event one race mm-hmm. yeah so it's so a risk somebody might be way ahead of you but they might have used their tur- their mega driver 
Yeah. So in our league, like Marcus and Axel, I think both used Mega Drivers early on. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't yet. I'm still it, trying to figure I, out where I did it, and I, I paid off, but it obviously I've sunk way back down. So I was in the top five of points after I used it, and then I dropped. Then you dropped, yeah. Well, you'll get a second one in the second half, whenever that is. I've got I've got two races that I've got eye, eyes on for ah, when I'm going to You going to tell us what those are? Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to say... Oh, okay. I'll tell you when they are. I didn't okay. think you would. Yeah, so I think your Mega Driver is either going to be Lewis or Max. Yeah, that's not probably mistake, probably the only two people who you can think are going to get pole and the win. And so coming up mid July is Silverstone, oh. and that I think has Lewis Hamilton written all over it. Mm-hmm. And the race after that, July thirtieth, August first, is Hungary, and I also think Lewis is going to do well there. He's good, uh-huh. good record at both those tracks. So, so your eye and Lewis is a mega driver. If you're going for ma- Lewis, matter of when and where. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And for Max, if you're looking for Max, maybe look towards France. Mm. Oh, and then they're doing two races in a row in Austria. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. So if you want, I mean, here's a strategy. Wait and see who wins the first race and then pick them for your (laughs) mega driver in the second race. (laughs) You just laid it down. There There we go. go. The hot take. If anybody wants to win fantasy league, you got to listen to Doug Buchanan's advice. How are you going to do it? That's right. Don't. I mean, now to qualify, I think I'm like 16th in our league, so you probably don't <laughs> want to listen to anything I say. Bradley's listening. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He needs all he can get. Oh man, you're only a few points behind me. Oh, I'm uh, just yeah. I'm just zoned out. All I hear is is talking. Talk talk. I, I don't know anything about Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Yeah. Giovinazzi. I hear Mazepin. Mazepin. This guy's great. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. the best driver. Always you should bet on all the time. Well, Bradley, Bradley, I understand you bought a uh, Nikita Mazepin uh, hat recently. I did. It has his face on it. Okay. Yeah. Good. And it has the Russian flag on the other side. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say? He loves Vladimir Putin, apparently. Bradley? Yeah. Are you, are you going to do an online classes at Moscow State? Yeah, I'm going to... Don't sound so fucking enthusiastic, Bradley. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to join the uh, the Russian, uh, what's the new KGB? The uh, Work yeah, in the Kremlin? I don't know. The it's FSB. a pretty building, though, isn't it? The Kremlin. The FS- what? The FSB, yeah. They- Do you really know that, or are you making that up? The FSB, no, I don't. No, I have seen the pictures of the Kremlin. Jesus. It's a common building. I thought you were talking about the FSB headquarters. No. What are we doing? That's really detailed. What are we talking about? Yeah, there's a McDonald's next to that. It's really good. I I just didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know if Bradley has been on like Google Maps Street View looking at Google Maps of Moscow. Yeah, I'm going to go say hi to my pal Edward Snowden. Jesus, Bradley's really getting into this Mazepin fandom. That's what you're doing while we're talking pics. I'm a yeah. fan of oligarchs. Pictures of the Kremlin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. I dive deep. What can I say? I was the a deep I, state. Yeah, I was a Dale Jarrett fan, so I camped out in Hickory for a few weeks. Yeah, and now now you uh, slip radiation to your dissenters. Yeah, I want to go to uh, as a hot political take. Yeah, I want to go to uh, what is it? Uh, want to go to Chernobyl? That's Ukraine, Bradley. I, yeah, but it's from Russia. Russia wants to take it back. Okay, and it was part of the old USSR. The old, yeah. It was. Yeah, it's all, it's all the Soviets. Yeah, yeah. How did we get talking about the Soviet Union? The, Nikita Mazepin is, is, is the reason Chernobyl happened. Because I mean. <laughs> he's such a wonderful driver. He yeah. he spun out yeah. into the nuclear reactor and it went critical. There's your mega driver pick. That's Nikita. what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, 
the uh, nuclear reactor was uh, trying to overtake and they were giving him, him the blue flag and he said, fuck this, I'm just going to stay in the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to race this leader. Yeah. Well, they've had some recent activity back at Chernobyl, so maybe it was because of Mazepin. Well, well, let's talk about Chernobyl for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I thought you were going to say Mazepin. What is going on here? Patrick's about to wax poetic about the new safe confinement at Chernobyl. <laughs> There's a leak at Chernobyl. Little, so little, hide your kid, Chernobyl. Hide your wife. little did the Into the Apex audience know we're we're all big fans of Chernobyl. And all <laughs> forms of nuclear safety. <laughs> we're all very knowledgeable. About now don't get us started about Fukushima. <laughs> Jesus. A who? Fukushima? What? It was worse than Chernobyl. What the hell are we talking about here? <laughs> but it's but Bradley, it's too too new. It, it hurts. It's too recent. We yeah. we want things that happened in 1989. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the year I was born. 1986. It was my yeah. birthday. Oh, okay. 1986. Yeah. Oh. Your birthday was when Chernobyl happened. Yep. That's, that's right. Fun, that's Isn't that a fun fact? There's what are my the odds of that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those two things are related. Well, yeah. And the uh, I almost was named Nikita Mazepin. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> just keep spinning. Just that's keep great. Spinning. That's right, Nikita. Uh, oh my god! Their second pick. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna pick him one week for fantasy. Just Bradley's got him. Well, I've already picked him. I picked Bradley's him. mega driver. Good <laughs> name, man. So for the last five minutes, if you're trying to find a good pick for the F1 race this weekend, you're not gonna get any help. But uh, <laughs> I think everyone's turned it off by now. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, so next, so we'll see what happens. We got the Monaco Grand Prix. We've got the Indy 500. A lot of racing coming up. The month of May is coming to a close. Uh, but Doug, we're glad you could join us for a full episode uh, here. Only your second one with us. Good times. Yeah, Patrick Bradley. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for next week, this has been a, a, comp- a uh, very good end of the apex episode. 35 or 36 one of those <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's getting too late yeah, yeah we're so good we'll see you we'll see you next things. week it's been a good one into the apex everybody we'll see you later you've been listening to into the apex apex presented by mad sim racing follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.